0: you're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald.
1: Hi, I'm Tyson Franklin and welcome to this week's episode of Podiatry Marketing. With me today, as usual, my partner in crime, it is Big Jim Mack. How are you doing today, Jim?
0: Uh, Tyson, I'm doing well. Doing well. Trying not to commit any crimes (laughs) uh, here in the holidays, but... uh, Merry Christmas to you and to uh, to your crew down there in, uh, in Australia. It's uh, Happy holidays. Yes, it's nice here at
1: the moment, warm as per usual, and you were probably up to your elbows in snow, I assume.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely cold here, but uh, something I've gotten used to in my last uh, 12 years of living in Canada, uh, enjoying the ice skating, getting out in the snow uh, and the cold weather. So just got to bundle up. That's what you got to do. Yeah, so there would
1: be people listening to this at the moment that it could be it might be christmas day they're listening to it it might be a few days after christmas but wherever you are in the world we hope you've enjoying a bit of time off with your family and if you're in the warmer weather you're probably in this in the pool eating burgers and having a great time and if you're in one of the colder (laughs) colder climates uh you're probably all rugged up around a fire drinking a bit of eggnog yeah and what's good is rum and whiskey is good for all weather conditions (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah multi multi-use uh beverages there with the, the rum and whiskey yeah i know so what are we talking about today jim yeah so today we're going to jump into the uh the power of patient webinars on a uh, previous podcast you know tyson we had talked a bit about repurposing of content and yeah. um, this is one of the types of content that we had kind of touched on a little bit but i wanted to dig into it a little bit more because i think the webinar has a lot of different opportunities, uh, not only for repurposing, but to really help a podiatrist kind of stamp their authority and their expertise in a certain area to the local patient. So I thought we would you know, kind of go over some of the best practices when it comes to, to webinars, some of the benefits, and maybe some of the things that we've seen that you know don't always work well, so people can avoid some of the mistakes of other people that have done these. But I would say one of the biggest mistakes maybe is that people don't even consider doing them, because I think they are uh, a really powerful way to to like i said get your expertise in front of more people and it's something where you record once and it can kind of live on forever and it can kind of be in a lot of different places for people to find it without you having to basically do this webinar over again there's lots of different ways to uh, utilize it on different channels like i said to get in front of your patients and to help educate them about the specific types of care that you provide in your practice
1: yeah that's a really good ter- uh, it's a really good point about reusing it because you might do a live webinar for patients or you could even do an automated webinar where patients could then log in at some time and watch it but yeah posting it in other areas just it's just going to help you get found more often or even taking the webinar you might take a little snippet of it that will then link them through to where the main webinar might be especially if it's automated
0: yeah there's a lot of different opportunities here in webinars so uh to kind of get started you know one of the benefits number one is to kind of the think about you're kind of enhancing patient education right so maybe people have been onto your website maybe they're gathering some information but they don't really know what a podiatrist does or what kind of podiatry you like to practice so these webinars by scheduling them and it's not something i would say you have to like you know you don't have to have one a week or once a month but if you're just getting started at least once a quarter could be a good kind of rhythm to get into yeah Uh, you know you probably have your own uh, you know ways of treating patients, your own kind of guidelines you kind of walk people through. So this is something where you can provide kind of, it's an effective platform for podiatrists to educate their patients about you know foot health, common foot problems, preventative care, just whatever your niche is in the profession, help them kind of see that that's the care you provide. And then it can kind of empower patients to make better informed decisions about the care they provide and to know who the expert is in that kind of care. You know it helps you be seen as the expert but also kind of fosters trust uh you know you're not they're not having to come in initially pay you just to like you know explain what plantar fasciitis is or some running injury you're kind of explaining in a general sense so they can kind of educate themselves a little bit before they decide to go in and kind of make that decision about who they want to be their health care provider uh, in their local area and this is not something that's going to go viral this is not something yeah. you should expect <laughs> you know thousands or millions of people to watch if those are your expectations you should really temper them depends
1: depends on the topic though like sometimes you can you can just just happen it to is, hit on a topic that people love yeah people want to know more about
0: no, yeah, that's true. That is true. I'm not trying to say that it's, you can't maybe hit on a topic, but as far as you know, it having a true impact on your clinic, unless you're, yeah. you know, in oh, New true. York yeah. City and you're just a worldwide expert, right? So, you know, maybe you know, if if you get fifty to hundred people in your local area watching that, that's a very powerful thing, and it may not see, like I said, it's not going to be the millions of numbers um, in your local area, but if you get a small portion 50 to maybe even 500 people to watch in your local area uh, or share it with other folks it's definitely something to consider
1: yeah well, i remember there was a chiropractor in town here locally who used to do a lot of live presentations in his clinic every week i think it was like every wednesday he used to just do yeah, whoever patients that were coming through he'd go oh, and on wednesday after work at 6 30 we're doing this he ended up switching over to doing webinars as well and, and I've seen a number of chiropractors doing it, but I haven't seen many podiatrists doing it.
0: Yeah, there's a few podiatrists that I've seen do them. Uh, I mean, most kind of prolific or person that I, you know, I've seen most from it is Don Pelto. Oh, and his Don, yes, Don does really well. John does a really good job with, with patient webinars. And like he, he does a great job as well as online information uh, for his patients to really educate themselves. So, you know, shout out to, to Don Pelto. And I think it's his clinic there in Massachusetts. Um, You know, another opportunity besides just, you know, telling patients about what you do is that, you know, this is a great way to kind of Build up your kind of professional development and networking. Uh, you know, hosting webinars can serve as a form of professional development and networking for podiatrists as well. Um, you know, it offers an opportunity to stay updated with the latest research, treatment techniques, and industry trends. So, if you're talking about, you know, maybe it's like you know, Swift for warts, or you're talking about um, you know, shockwave therapy in you know, in office or something, it can really you know, kind of help you be seen as leader not only to patients but also to other healthcare providers Mm. uh, and kind of educate other healthcare providers of what what you do because some you know you're not just the podiatrist that trims toenails right you're the podiatrist that's treating sports medicine athletes it really helps you they can better understand who you are in in, in the profession so additionally webinars just really facilitate this networking with other healthcare professionals you know potentially leading to referrals and maybe you know opportunities to collaborate in the future let's say you're doing a lot of sports medicine type stuff but the local sports medicine group or the little orthopedic group doesn't know that you do those things, and maybe it's different from what they provide, it can be an opportunity to kind of, you know, and you do things that, they do things that you don't do as well. It could be a really kind of uh, fulfilling way to, you know, incorporate some collaboration between different practices and different providers.
1: Yeah, but that was the one of the notes when you were talking, I actually wrote it down, a little post-it note here. Mm-hmm. And I said that if you are doing webinars, when I have seen other people do it, well, like I said, I have seen some podiatrists do it, but I've seen a lot of chiropractors do it. And, they will bring in a guest speaker sometimes so they'll collaborate with somebody else so they'll have their audience there say hey we've got this person coming who's going to talk on this topic and and what it, it gives them credibility as well and then vice versa. then you can basically do them for each other
0: no exactly it's a great way to kind of cross promote or cross pollinate people's you know an audience or you know group of patients so they can say hey like maybe you're a diabetic foot specialist right and you know, you work with an endocrinologist, you have them, you know, come on and talk on your, uh, you know, it's something you promote to your patients and they can get in front of them. And then in the opposite way, you can have a webinar with, with their patients or just, a, or a combined with both of your patients together, if that's something that you want to do. Like I said, also sports medicine, maybe there's a sports, you know, non-surgical sports medicine physician who just kind of sees mostly knees, but, you know, is curious about the foot and just kind of finding those ways to collaborate. There's a lot of opportunity as a webinar and it's a relatively, you know, inexpensive technology, right? You can you know I know Tyson you use zoom a lot there's mm. different platforms you can use um, to make these things happen and not like I said uh, that's just a way to you know increase your networking and kind of build your reputation with other healthcare providers locally it's a really great opportunity
1: yeah and it's not just healthcare providers it could be health food stores it could be uh, a footwear store it could be a sporting store yeah. ha- having a having someone from a footwear store coming in or a footwear rep just happens, you know they're going to be in town at a certain time. And we did this, when we had the clinic, we didn't do a webinar, but when we knew the shoe rep was coming in, there'd be certain patients, we'd say to them, hey, the shoe rep for this company's coming in. If anyone's interested, drop in, and he's going to do a bit of a quick presentation. Now, that was a live version of it, but there's nothing saying you couldn't get that shoe rep to come on your webinars to talk about a certain type of footwear that you know there's a certain group of your patients that would love to know more about yeah, what's what's the latest thing that Hoka is doing? Especially if you're no, a, really? if you're a person that wears Hoka, you have patients that wear Hoka footwear, they'd want to know.
0: Yeah, so that in an American, that's Hoka. Uh, Hoka, but, uh, <laughs> Hoka, yeah, Hoka one, one. But yeah, they're Hoka Haka, all the same thing. I'm sure that. Uh, but that, that's a great point. I think you, you kind of blending those uh, kind of medical uh, network with the, the non-medical providers is a great opportunity to really kind of expand your network and you know get in front of those different customer bases or patient bases and uh, really kind of drive what I call it. kind of. And the next point is you know really trying to increase your visibility and your reputation. You know it's really important that we build a reputation and basically be visible for the type of care we want to provide. And these webinars can do that. Um, you know, it's like I said, this is something you record once and it could go on to a bunch of different channels. Uh, so it's not something, you know, it's, it can be cross-promoted and seen by the medical community and the non-medical community. And, you know, this can really let you be seen in front of potential patients in ways that just aren't possible doing on a one-on-one session or doing in li- kind of in real life sometimes. Yeah, You know, this can really enhance your reputation because uh, you're seen as that expert, right? If you're talking about specific sports medicine injuries or running injuries, and there, you know people in your local area are looking at this and watching it, it can be a great way to attract more of these types of patients and really op- open up those professional opportunities.
1: If someone's never done a webinar before, because there be there might be some people who've gone onto webinars but they've never actually done a webinar. Would you be would you have a tip for them what they should be doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I I would guess the first step would be uh, number one is that. Uh, this, this can be great to be promoted inside of your newsletter, number yeah. one, um, and maybe if you have some different social channels, or obviously, you know, even, you know, maybe even having some things in and around the clinic that talk about, we're having this upcoming webinar, talk to patients about it, you know, as they're leaving, just kind of just so they're aware of it. Um, you know, that that's probably the tip number one is to like promote it in those ways but you know keep it simple i think you know for most people zoom is going to be enough you know tyson and i have played with a lot of different video recording yeah. platforms and uh, we still feel like zoom is probably the most uh easy for not only the operator to use but also for you know if you have an older demographic they just want to click a couple buttons and then maybe see you they don't necessarily want to have to like figure out a link uh, that's too complicated or you know go through too many steps because there's probably going to be some drop off there if it's too difficult um, you know sometimes the different platforms uh, it can be streamed to places like YouTube I'm not sure if uh, if Zoom has that capability currently but you know definitely reach out to to me or to Tyson and we can you know help you out as far as uh, some of the specifics around you know webinar uh, information uh, but I think that's the first step is like promote it well, but also kind of try to keep it as simple as possible. Especially the first one, it's really about um, getting that information out there, recording, it, and having that kind of in a repository. Because uh, it is, you know, these these webinars do offer, you know, there are an accessible way. That's a really convenient way to disseminate you know, information to a wide audience without, you know, that constraints of kind of being the specific location. You know, participants can join from their house, from their their cell phone, wherever they're at. It just makes it easy for busy individuals to be, um, you know, come to kind of call in or kind of show up remotely to watch this instead of having to be in a certain place at a certain time. So, you know, whether it's that time freedom that you have, you know, obviously when the webinar is over, you'd wanna repromote it in your email and other places that we have this recording, you should go watch it. Uh, so it is something where the convenient factor of it and the accessibility of, you know, recording the webinar and having the webinar uh, streamed is something that can be really helpful for patients
1: yeah and just to go back a step like you said if you haven't done a webinar before you probably know another podiatrist that has and just get a get a few tips wrong i remember the first webinar i did i was packing my decks i was uh very nervous (laughs) i was so frightened of what to do so i had a friend who had done webinars before and i said will you come on and he, he same thing he just joined in remotely i said you push all the buttons just let me talk. I'll talk, share my slides and all that. And that's exactly what we did. And when we finished, I went, well, that was bloody easy, wasn't it? It was so simple. (laughs) So now I just, I do them all myself. I use Zoom initially for doing my webinars, but now I use uh, Webinar Ninja. I just found it, just, just an easier platform. But for some people, if you've got a Zoom account, you can still just do a meeting as a webinar. So you don't actually have to have a webinar program. Zoom meetings will work exactly the same way except you will see the whites of their eyes if they have the cameras on
0: well they're just like zoom's gonna try to like you know upgrade you to whatever higher price package they can do right so just yeah. the basic plan with zoom meetings you definitely want to have probably the uh the a paid plan because i think the the free calls like cut off after was it 30 minutes now or something so yeah want to like have that. A, a paid plan but it's not very expensive
1: no i don't think it's expensive and then if you want to do webinars if you want to do like automated then you have to have the webinar package so that you can automate them if you want to just run it yeah. at
0: certain times anyway what's next yeah but last but not least is kind of a kind of getting more into what we talked about you know a couple of weeks ago as far as the repurposing go you know once you have this this kind of asset this you know this video that you've recorded this webinar you know this is going to be a perfect thing to you know you're probably even maybe when you made the webinar you, you made an outline right you made slides you did all of these things so now it's time to take those slides or that outline in this video and repurpose into a bunch of different content you know number one this is going to make a great opportunity to put this onto your website you can embed you can embed the video you can write kind of a blog about what you talked about there's different software like i utilize a software called descript that will actually almost create your own blog post for you uh, after the fact it's something where you can put it into the the newsletter like i talked about afterwards saying you know and even, even if you have certain sections right you maybe you did an hour webinar and you don't naturally want to have it you know show a patient the hour webinar maybe you talk about you know symptomatology treatment you know maybe that the section about who you are and the type of patients you want to treat you can chop those up into smaller segments uh, and kind of drip that out over a few months or a few newsletters so um also there's opportunity to even chop it down shorter if you have if you do utilize social media channels or if someone you're working with does social media you know getting some stuff into 60 or 90 second sound bites and putting it onto places like instagram TikTok, uh youtube shorts maybe you have your own youtube channel um these are just ways to kind of help gain that visibility but also distribute something so you know part of the webinar thing is that if you do it on a quarterly basis and let's say you get 15 or 20 pieces of content from that it could be a helpful thing to kind of you know facilitate use in these other channels so you're you're continuing to gain visibility or continue to get uh utilize this one piece of content in a lot of different ways so I think, you know, a quarterly, I probably wouldn't say a monthly webinar, but every two or three months, if you're doing a webinar, it's going to give you a a lot of material to repurpose, uh, to help educate your patients, but also to mark your practice and let people know the exact type of care you provide and be seen as that local expert. So that's, that's the kind of the exciting thing about. Uh, but doing webinars. um, And I think that's why some podiatrists really should consider it. The tools are inexpensive and it really helps you gain distribution uh, online and build trust with people without having to actually be there in person.
1: And it's true what you said too. A lot of these apps and programs are cheap. Yeah, it might be $280 here and $300 there, but in the big scheme of things, what you can actually do with them, even if you had Zoom and you paid for the meetings and the webinar, I think Australian dollars it used to be like five hundred and fifty dollars or something for the year. And then if you had these other programs, even if it cost you two thousand dollars a year to have have the, have the ducks nuts on everything that you needed, I you keep. Do you know what the, the ducks nuts? They say that in Canada.
0: I like the bees knees, like, bees like knees. I don't know, like, yeah, uh, bees knees, ducks nuts. Yeah, the even if they're like the, the top of the line, yeah,
1: yeah. But even if you have. You spend two grand a year on this. What you can do with all those applications and programs and how they can help grow your business and market your business in so many different ways, using the orthotic economy. It's four orthotics. And I tell you right now, if you you do these (laughs) webinars like you're suggesting and you connect with your patients that way, you will become the expert and your patients will be telling all their friends about what you do, what was on the webinar, and I tell you, you'll get a lot more than four orthotics back.
0: No, I totally agree. I think uh, it's a huge opportunity. And, uh, you know, if you're not doing it or if you're feeling, you know, I think in a previous episode, we talked about that kind of confidence or not feeling sure that if you can do it or not, you know, Tyson and I are here to help, right? Like this is obviously first and foremost, we're trying to help educate you guys about you know what what's happening in podiatry, but also how you can take action. You know, I think that's what's really, really important. You know, we could talk about all these different marketing, you know, techniques and strategies and those things but what's really going to help you move for the needle move the needle in your practice is utilizing some of the things we say and taking action on them i think these patient webinars is one of those ways Um, like i said the collaboration with other local providers whether it's with you know uh, commercial the commercial side stores other you know health food stores or with it's a vascular surgeon or a sports medicine doctor in your local area there's a ton of opportunities here so i really would you know, not don't hesitate to to contact one of us if you want a little bit more help in this area. But I think it's something that could be a huge opportunity to help grow not only your expertise and your authority, but really get patients in the door because people are looking for the expert in certain things. And if you're that you know foot and ankle specialist that does sports medicine in you know Kokomo, Indiana, for example, yeah. and you're you have you know, you're putting out information, um, you know, webinar is that kind of pillar piece of content. It can really help you know expand your visibility and your reach in your local community so i think it's a it's a huge opportunity
1: okay well, I, like i said I, i'm a huge fan of webinars myself i do it myself i know you do webinars and most people i know who have a business at a certain level who then want to take it to that next level most of them are doing webinars all different professions
0: <laughs> yeah for sure it's definitely is a popular way to uh to kind of get your message out there and build your expertise uh, in front of your ideal patients.
1: Yeah. And I think if you look around, like if there's podiatrists listening to this now, the thousands of people that listen to every episode, <laughs> we thank you. But if you're listening to this right, have a look around at all the podiatrists in your area. How many of them at the moment are utilizing webinars? And if none of them are doing it, then what's that tell you? That There's a huge opening there to be the, the podiatrist that actually provides information and through providing information, your trust level will go through the roof.
0: That's what it's all about, is building trust and building a good relationship with the patient and webinars help you do that.
1: Yeah. Okay, Jim, I think we have anything else you want to say before we wrap up?
0: No, I think that's a good spot to leave it.
1: Okay. So I look forward to uh, seeing you next week, which will probably be in the new year. So it <laughs> should be fun. Have a, have a good Christmas and see you next year. See you in 2024.
0: Merry Christmas, Tyson. Okay, see ya. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address podiatry.marketing.